Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today on the show, I have joining with me um, one of my uh, old uh, friends in the journalism department at UWM. Um, she was uh, um, the first person I ever met uh, at a party in college before. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> that was funny. Um, Full circle, right? Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> she is an entertainment reporter for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about journalism, about uh, her passion, and why she does what she does. So, Jordan Neneg, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're very yeah, welcome. So I'm excited to finally be on here. Awesome. Good. How are you doing today? I'm good. Um, I work Sunday through Thursday. Today's Friday, so it's like my Saturday. I've oh. just kind of been chilling today. Oh, that's very nice. Didn't get as much done as I hoped, but oh, that's yeah. the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally feel... I get that, too. Yeah. I have to, like, compartmentalize. I heard a phrase uh, recently that's really been sticking with me. You overestimate what you can get done in a day, but you underestimate what you get done in a year. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've been kind of living by that philosophy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but but I feel you on that. Well, I'm glad you could come by today. Yeah. Um, so uh, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds and um, dicey stuff, right? Right. And um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so I said, like I said, um, I was a freshman in college, um, going out with uh, like my sweet mates. Um, in the like the first weekend uh, being in the dorms and this was like damn they're almost like what six years ago it, it had to have been like 2014 it was 2014 yeah, yeah. and uh i remember like this was before like any classes even started yeah. but i remember we like somehow got into a party it was on downer i remember it was on Downer. Uh, i didn't know where it was <laughs> uh, i do remember that um and uh, I think uh, I don't even remember, like you know, how it started. But somehow, Same. like I don't know how the conversation started. Neither do I. I think yeah. I just I mentioned, you know, kind of how like how you know we freshmen uh, tend to do. Like when you go to parties, everyone is just talking about what dorm they live in, mm -hmm. where they're from, and what their major is. Yeah, and. Uh, think you know going around like yelling oh yeah journalism journalism that's found like, you journalism. yeah <laughs> found you i'm going to circle you guys in and yeah. make you join groups <laughs> yes yeah so you reeled us in it was me quinn vote and gabe mm -hmm. stoltz mm -hmm. and maggie was right? it I, I swear she maybe was, maggie I was, think there. She was there shout out to maggie but, by the way yeah <laughs> our good friend yeah um but yes but then we start somehow, like, yeah, we we're talking about journalism. You were like, oh, yeah, like, um, you're going to have Jess McBride. And I'm like, oh, sweet, okay. Uh, like, and you were like, yeah, she's, um, she's a character, and you're going to love her. She's a great teacher. She's the reason, like, why, like, I have my connections. Yeah. And, um, and then, like, you know, down the line, like, 
had Jess uh, several times uh, throughout my uh, college career. And um, yeah, Jess is, uh, I, 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 I can confidently say that Jess McBride was the professor that made me believe in myself. Um, yeah, no, I would like agree. She's just so helpful with pushing students where they need to go um, and giving them the connections, especially giving them the connections they need to get where they want to go. Right. And really gives like students those ta that time. Um, Jane Hampton too, though. Jane, like, oh, they're yeah. all such, oh, yeah. I loved my UWM professors yeah. um, so much in the GEMS program, the, totally. especially the journalism and advertising part. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, shout yeah. out to Jane as well, shout out yeah. to Jess. Mark Zaramski. Mark. While we had him. <laughs> yeah, I actually never, I never had Mark. I yeah. only like knew him from Broadcast Club. Mm -hmm. I never got, but he, Pant Division ended when he like left for Marquette, mm -hmm. like literally the semester before. We I had him in his, yeah, last semester. I was really bummed about it. Yeah. But, um, uh, I was like, I'd always thought maybe I'd transfer to Madison or something. And when he won the Edward R. Murrow, I was like, I would be a fool to like leave this program and mm. not take that class. Yeah. So I stuck around and it definitely worked out. There you go. So hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was an, it was a privilege to get to know him through broadcast club, um, with him, you know, always coming in with positive, exciting energy, you know, cause he's just such a ray of sunshine, like, mm. on, you know, on a Friday afternoon. And, um, yeah, I, I remember I was like, after Panther, because I went to school for broadcasting. Like that was like what I wanted to do, like with my journalism degree. Mm -hmm. But once, and so I'd really like been looking forward to Panther Vision. But once it like got, um, once the program like uh, got switched, I remember like I was freaking out. I'm like, does this mean I'm gonna have to transfer? Like, but luckily. Um, you know, uh, Jesse Marble Garcia. Yeah, I was going to bring her up because yeah. I think I never took her class, but um, we have an intern at the Journal Sentinel doing video right now and she's very good. And she's, she has like tools that I don't have because Jesse's class I think was more, I, I didn't take it so I don't know, but like I think it was more focused on having like a smaller camera like mm -hmm. you have right yeah, here. Right, yeah. Um where Mark Zarovsky's class we were tugging along these huge like the cameras huge that ass. <laughs> you're not gonna use unless if you go to T V, which right. is the purpose of that class, but I took it so I could learn video skills for like Journal Sentinel or um other maybe possible digital publications that I could have gotten hired at. Mm -hmm. Not to be a TV reporter. Yeah. So right. it's like that's more of a transient skill that I think Jesse is teaching, which I think is great, especially in the yeah. digital age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. She's done great work. Yeah. Um, shout out to her as well. And um, she, yeah, like, so she took over the broadcast track, if you will, uh, with like the 342, like the TV reporting, with the uh, the documentary class, uh, which I mm -hmm. took both. Um, and um, she's a lovely uh, teacher as well, um, and I think that she really picked up the pieces well with like continuing like the hands-on approach to like knowing how to use a camera, knowing how to use like audio equipment, knowing how to uh, you know use editing software, but still retaining like the storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, so those are definitely va valuable courses, and I recommend them to all in the department. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Like every year was just so like, um, 
you know, it taught me something different about the field I was entering. Like, mm-hmm. I ended up coming out of it wanting to do music journalism. And I initially came to school like, I'm going to be an anchor. <laughs> and now... Yeah. No, I mean, I went to school actually, like, thinking I'd do advertising. Mm-hmm. And first week of class, I was like, I had just come McBride in the um, learning living community class. That's like just for freshmen yeah. who are living in Sandburg. Um, and I was like, I think I want to do advertising, but I'm interested in journalism. And she's like, you have to be a journalist first. Like, you can't ever switch, mm-hmm. you know, the other way. And I was like, okay. So I just, like, tried journalism. And I'd always kind of, like, I did have that interest in journalism. But mm-hmm. I just kind of had heard bad things about the career path that I shied away from. Yeah. But I was like, it can't hurt to try. Mm-hmm. And here I am with the job. Yeah. And a pretty, like, good job. And I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. I also... Then thought I wanted to be a political reporter because mm-hmm. I double majored journalism and political science. I do remember you were really into that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and my internship with the Journal Sentinel in 2017 um, was kind of like a last minute thing. I was actually going through rounds to try to work at the Hill publication in DC, mm. and that ended up like not working out. I was never like told it wasn't hired. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guy that was supposed to hire me was like sick and he just never got back to me and yeah. the lady that was below him was like I really want to hire you but I need his permission and he's not in office so Damn. but whatever I mean yeah. maybe they didn't like me either who knows um, yeah. so last yeah. minute Journal Sentinel was like we we want to hire two more reporters for like our digital team and I was like okay like I go. interviewed for it didn't hear back for like a month and I was like I guess that's not happening either I'll just work at a bar all summer <laughs> and then it ended up they did like hire me for that internship which was like trending news which is actually kind of what I do right now um so it's like if something we think will do well everything we do we want to do well for an online audience um what I do is try to reach the most amount of viewers without it like trying not to be too clickbaity because I know it can kind of verge yeah. on that line but yeah. Um, obviously not everything I do is clickbaity and it's the goal is to get more visiting um, viewers that would get subscribers at some yeah. point genuine viewers yeah 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 we learned uh, the whole what is it, the SC SEO yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. no important. I definitely use that um, yeah so I mean it was interesting because I just kind of took that internship and I was like I actually really liked doing that more more than political reporting, not that like I don't think I could do political reporting again, but I've kind of fallen out of that yeah. track, I guess, mm-hmm. and you can get kind of tracked in journalism. Yeah. Um, so totally. I'm, but I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now, so there's no need to like try for a different track. At exactly. This point. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. made you want to pursue advertising, like to begin with? Um. So actually, like backtrack six more months, and I applied TWM. As a nursing student. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was a real 180, and my parents thought for sure I was gonna be in college for like six or seven yeah, years just tough not program. knowing what I wanted to do. Yeah, but I was just like, I was in high school, um, didn't love class, but I really got to this point where like I really enjoyed just like listening to the news all the time mm-hmm. and knowing what's going on in the world. Um, 
So from there, I was kind of like, well, I could be kind of a part of the news in advertising. But like at the time, I also felt that way because I had just, again, heard so many like negative things mm -hmm. about journalism that I was like, that's maybe a little safer. And because journalism and advertising are the same major at UWM, I was like, I, like, I took that kind of intro class, and, but I did think I was going to do advertising. Um, but yeah, within a week, <laughs> I switched to journalism, which I told my parents, and again, they're like, oh boy, here we really go, like, Damn. yeah, but then ever since that week, I've been like, on this track. You sure have been. Yeah. Because you racked up the internships. Yeah, no, I, like, busted my balls for a couple of years. Yeah. I mean... My so I don't know how I did my sophomore year because it was, um, I had a Wiz Politics internship my freshman year. <laughs> and then I kind of continued that into my sophomore year while also interning for the Milwaukee Press Club while being editor of the UWM Post <laughs> and being vice president of the journalism club yeah. and as active as I could be in broadcast club. <laughs> so that year was insane. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I kind of look back to college and I'm like, I feel like I didn't totally do like the college experience as maybe I wanted to now looking back, but now I'm like, mm -hmm. but I've set myself up right. so good exactly. that like yeah. my 20s, I just feel confident like, yeah. with where I'm at and stuff like that. Totally. So I felt the same way, like the whole college, I don't, honestly looking back, I don't even know what that means anymore, yeah. you know, cause I feel like we had like. You know, the college experience is so, like, hijacked. The definition of that is hijacked by, you know, the social aspect of it. Exactly, Versus, yeah. like, the career aspect. And you certainly built your career aspect, like, amazingly and set a foundation of, like, a, a great resume and, like, this huge, um, you know, itinerary of, like, all the different places you got to work in. Mm -hmm. I had two internships. I did um, I did uh, Milwaukee Public Radio my uh, sophomore year, which was it was cool to do. I mean, it was my first time like actually like you know doing like real news reporting, but I didn't have like a lot of the skill sets that I feel like a lot of interns there normally do have. Mm -hmm. um, I was gonna say I feel like sophomore is a little young to intern yeah. there, but it's still good. To get that experience because then you're ready for your next internship. Yeah, which did set me up really yeah. well for, um, because between my that internship and the second one I did, I did have Jess's integrated reporting class, which really taught me how to like write a story. So then I interned for Channel 12 uh, the following summer, and that was actually really cool. Like, um, the station was pretty fun. Everyone seemed like... Mm. Everyone was generally pretty easygoing. Like, I don't retrospect. Like, I didn't feel like I did that much work, but they like praised me a lot. Like in my evals, I have like internships like that too. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was just kind of sitting at a computer most of the time, or like if a reporter would take me on a story, like I would just kind of stand there and like, yeah. you know, like. If I really had a question, I would ask it, but a lot of times I'm like, I don't really, like, everything you're doing makes sense, mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know what to I feel do like here. I said yes to things a lot, like, yes, I'll shadow you, yes, I'll do this stupid Excel sheet, <laughs> yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's what goes a long way, because, yeah, there were internships where they'd be like, you're the best I've ever had, and I'm like, I, 
just filled out this Excel sheet for you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how that helps me as a journalist, but I'm happy I'm making right. these connections. Yeah, <laughs> I did take a, yeah, like the one big thing I did do when I was at Channel 12 was I put together my own reporter package mm -hmm. on a story that another reporter did. Um, and it turned out to be about like toxic algae in a lake in like Delavan, Wisconsin uh, on the 4th of July. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of funny because, like, every time, like, it comes back up on my, like, Facebook memories, like, me doing, like, the, the tease, like, the, the, the lead-in, like, it's kind of funny, mm. but, like, because I was in such a different, like, headspace at the time, but, but doing those internships, like, they were great experiences, but I decided, like, yeah, I want to do more, like, Tell stories about stuff I'm more passionate about, like more community based, and I'm a big music guy, so it would make sense for me to like start writing, you know, mm -hmm. on the music scene, which I've been doing for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, it wasn't, you know, and I would have loved to have the internship at 88.9, but they never accepted me. Yeah. No. It, it is what it is, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I've definitely been rejected from internships too. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. So, um, so what was your uh, your favorite internship you had? It probably was the Journal Sentinel, um, but I did intern in DC. Mm -hmm. I guess I didn't like love that internship. I just loved being in DC. Yeah, sure. Um, I worked for like the German newswire in their English department. Oh, wow. It was super random. Um, in their English department, I don't know German. Um, it was like their AP though, okay. so it was like you had to catch breaking news all around the world um, and then do some feature stories too. Um, so I got to be there when the Supreme Court made its ruling on same-sex marriage, um, when they reopened the Cuban embassy. Um, so it was just really awesome to be able to like cover mm -hmm. those events. And again, I was just saying yes to everything, like for the Cuban embassy, they're like, do you know Spanish? And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> I do not know yeah, so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's something I was. I want to like go back and learn Span another language. Yeah, Probably so. Spanish. It took four years, but like the pre. Same. Yeah, yeah. that you had to take to graduate. Just to, just yeah. enough to take uh, like in high school or in college. In, I took it in college because okay. in high school I thought I was gonna be a nurse and you don't really need foreign oh, language yeah. credits. Yeah. So I dropped Spanish because I didn't like my teacher. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, I, t I just got it all done in high school, so I wouldn't have to do it in college. But yeah. Yeah, I, I retain words. I don't retain, like, mm -hmm. like dialogue and speaking and whatnot. Or, like, verb tense. Conjugation. Yeah, that's that yeah, that's such just a struggle. Way over my head. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so how long have you been in your current position with the NJS? So, um, I was originally hired right after graduation. Um, I graduated in December of 2017. I was hired January 2018. Um, for the first year I was with them, I covered communities. So it's like a subsection of the Journal Sentinel. Um, my specific communities were mainly Lake Country area. So like Pewaukee, uh, Delafield, mm -hmm. um, Heartland. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was good. It was like a good experience to really have an area that's like, that's all you. And I was able to do some bigger stories. A lot of it was kind of like board meetings, mm -hmm. 
which... <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, it's just a bunch of people that, you know, get together to talk about this one thing. I did grow up out there, so it was interesting to see kind of how the landscape was changing and mm -hmm. who was making those decisions. Yeah. Um, and if I lived in that community, that is what people would want to know, so I mean, that's why we did that. Sure. Um, but then, yeah, I got promoted to my current position in March. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing nice. this ever since. Um, I work in a part of the newsroom that's called The Hub. So it's where all the digital... Yeah, <laughs> it, it is in the middle of everything, which sometimes I need to leave my desk so I can do an interview because oh I can't God. hear myself. It's the party. Yeah. It's, it's the, yeah, for sure. Um, and so we're kind of concentrated on digital growth in The Hub. Mm -hmm. um, and like social media pages, um, breaking news. So I do have to work Sundays, and I'll cover breaking news that day. Sure. Um, and then when I'm not covering breaking news, I'm kind of more of an entertainment reporter. Um, people will get kind of confused. They'll be like, oh, do you go to concerts? No. We have a music reporter, Piet, leading. Oh. Um, we've got a beer reporter. That is awesome. Yeah, I know. I, that awesome. would be a really fun job. Yeah. Um, we've got a dining reporter. Also, Carol. sounds really yes. Fun. She gets to eat. I, I I don't think I could ever do that because I would be like this steak is good. Like I can't tell <laughs> that it's better than a different one. You couldn't. You wouldn't be able to like. I could tell like maybe like a maybe. I don't even know if I could sure. tell. I could tell like a ten dollar steak from a thirty dollar steak. But like between two thirty dollar <laughs> steaks, I'd be like they're both really good. I yeah. Can't, Developing like yeah. the proper terminology. The taste. Yeah. The palates. Yeah. Yeah. But so sometimes one thing I did when I interviewed was like we could kind of maybe amp up our bar coverage a little bit. Um, so I do kind of do that, but it gets kind of overlapped sometimes with the beer reporter and the dining critic, um, which is fine because we all have so much to work on all the time. But mm. yeah, it's it's good if they can do something and they're yeah. like it when I can do something yeah, too. Yeah, sure. Because we're always just pretty busy. Totally. So, well, yeah, like, when it, when you're talking about, like, entertainment, so, like, what would be, like, you know, areas of focus? So, um, with being on The Hub, I do concentrate on trending news again, so it's, like, things that are kind of going viral. Um, I have kind of gotten placed on doing s some work for, the, like, covering the Buck stuff. Um, I recently did a story on their DJ. Oh, cool. Um, that did really well. People really liked reading that story, it seemed like. Based off numbers, nice. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Um, sometimes if like celebrities are doing something interesting. It's like pop lucky. culture. Yeah, pop culture. Yep, that's in my title. Sure. Yeah. Do you do any like local entertainment stuff too? Um, like when you say local. Like Milwaukee, like. Uh, yeah, I mean, so we're also part of USA Today Network, so if it's something national, I probably won't be covering it. It has, it has to have some sort of Milwaukee tie, either if it's someone from Milwaukee doing something big on a national stage or someone national coming to yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, For sure. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's pretty much Such as, uh. Elton John making a stop at the Pfizer Forum this year for his uh, final tour. Yeah. Um, well, his coming year, technically, but yeah, example. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's like our music reporter would cover that. his concert, but let's say Elton John makes a big scene going to like 
I, I the see. safe house or something. Yeah. I would write about that. Oh, That's sure. That's not so like directly concert related, I but see. kind of like pop culture. Okay. You know. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Um, sure. So, um, so do you like? Uh, do you work mostly like? within the facility or do you ever like go out places for your stories? Uh, like 80% of the time I'm in the office. Um, That's nice. <laughs> it, yeah, I do sometimes wish I got out a little bit more, mostly because sitting at a desk hurts my back so much. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I want to like get out of the office. Oh yeah, sometimes you gotta like, uh, you know, you need your stretch breaks. You yeah, need, uh... I just don't take it enough because I'm like working. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll like, Six hours later, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm uh, dying. I get <laughs> Getting that. old. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, speaking of which, uh, you recently got engaged. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yes, getting old. <laughs> speaking of getting yeah. old, we're getting old. The rest Marriage, of our lives houses, started. all right. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so, uh, so in the time, almost a year run that you've uh, had, in your current position, what have been some like uh, some of the coolest uh, stories or ones that you've that have particularly like stuck out to you that you've done this year? Huh. Um. So like the first story I really wanted to do when I got this position was Kylie Jenner's biggest fan is from Milwaukee. He lives in South Milwaukee. She like invites him to stuff. He's on her uh -huh. press kit. She follows less than 130 people on Instagram and he's one of them. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? How does how does one even become he, the biggest he's fan? He's super fan. Yeah. He, like, I mean he has like tattoos, like lip kid inspired tattoos, King Kylie tattoos. Damn. Yeah. So so he like just basically immersed himself so much in her in her like artistry slash influence that she noticed him eventually. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. I think yeah. it's like the complete dedication of his yeah. fandom that she yeah. was like, alright, he's really a fan. Nice. And then like other fans of Kylie are now like fans of him. It's kind of funny. <laughs> you know, like they recognize that he's kind of in, I want to, he's not in like the inner circle, but he's like in a circle yeah. that she recognizes him. So, I, I mean, that's super, like, unique. You talk to him? Yeah. Which I knew of him. He's, like, we have mutual friends. Um, so one time, like, when I was in my previous position, we were at Trinity. Oh, what's his name? Don't know. Johnny Cyrus. Okay. Don't know why I was at Trinity, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we leave that shit, uh... <laughs> I saw him there, and I was like, I'm gonna do... I was like, I need to get promoted, and when I get promoted, I'm doing a story on you. <laughs> it's like, just you know. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> he didn't know who I was. <laughs> He's oh, like, that's, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Damn. Yeah. Well, I hope she read it. I I, I doubt. I can doubt it, but it, it still did fine. It did good. People oh. read it. We did a video. It worked. Yeah, it was good. For sure. My bosses liked it. It was good for, like, we're trying to always grow our social media pages, so it was good for, like, our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, uh, it's really amazing how uh, we have really, really interesting people around here that yeah. you know can be right down the street from you, uh, or people that have like um, some connection to something so much bigger. Like yeah, that, you know. Yeah, I mean another story. I didn't get to do this one, uh, but our music reporter did about 
someone who lives in Milwaukee part-time. I mean, he's from here, lives here part-time. And he um, wrote Follow God on Kanye West's album. Oh, oh. that beat. Serta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Serta. Came one, as they call him. Yeah. Yeah, he... Isn't uh, that crazy, though? It's like, called... It's uh, On God. On God. That song. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Thing. Um, but yeah, yeah. He... Um, actually, that's funny you say that, because um, I've been trying to get him on this show, mm -hmm. um, but I think he's just really, really busy. But um, he... Uh, the day that um, Kanye's new record came out with that song on it, uh, he was actually... It, it was the Cream City Beat Battle that was going on at Company Brewing, mm. and he was a judge. Oh, yeah. So, um, I got to meet him in person and talk to him a little bit, but then he actually did, like, they, like, acknowledged him and, like, um, invited him onto the stage to, like, talk about how, like, like, dude, like, yeah, you're a credit on Kanye's record, like, you know, how'd that happen? And he was saying just how, like, the whole day didn't feel real to him. Mm -hmm. Um... And he he just like voiced like really like um, firmly like what if you make music do not give up like really just you know put yourself out there like don't be afraid to like reach out or DM people because mm -hmm. that could change your life yeah like that's how that is literally how he got that opportunity was because he like DM somebody mm -hmm. um, which is. You know, like, that's real. I mean, the, the power of the DM is an is an underestimated tool. Yeah. No, um, I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, when I was in D.C., I was getting, like, jealous of some people in my program because they were, like, getting lunch with, like, Washington Post reporters. I'm like, how do you know them? And they're like, I reached out on LinkedIn. And mm -hmm. they were like, sure. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's too easy. <laughs> right. I think that people just have such, like, um, you know... They put those barriers between themselves and somebody mm -hmm. who has something that they want, yeah. or has, or is in a a desirable position that like they esteem so highly, and it makes it intimidates them. And mm -hmm. you're like, oh, like they're too good to talk to me, or like they're too big to talk to me. But honestly, like you learn, like uh, you you do learn over time that like you know there's another human being, mm -hmm. and uh, you know like maybe they may not. They may not like respond or even see it if you try, but it's worth it's worth a try because you never know maybe who who might be willing to give you a chance. Yeah, and this is a really really amazing thing, and I learn it more and more every day. Going into twenty uh, twenty, um, what are you looking forward to like uh, within your own career goals and whatnot? Um, like I guess kind of continuing to grow in my position. I think. With, especially with journalism in the digital age, it's always kind of something new to try to yeah. figure out how to stay afloat, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, but it's uh, like unfortunate that it's hard, like a hard um, economy for journalists, I guess. Um, but it is fun that it's always changing and there's new, I mean, like our digital editor is trying to learn more about TikTok right now oh and God, yeah. I'm actually supposed to teach some other reporters how to use Snapchat. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My friend is like getting like, he's developing a huge following off of TikTok My right brother like accidentally became like a Billie Eilish fan page. Like he has like these <laughs> Billie Eilish videos with like tens of thousands of likes and one of them has like over a million. Damn. I know. 
And then he'll post like other things that he actually wants to post. Yeah. Like, a hundred likes maybe. Yeah, and they get like love <laughs> compared. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I don't know anything about TikTok really. I know it's, isn't it like viral videos? I, yeah, I mean it's like Vine. It's just like, but you do get to do longer ones, which I actually do like. Um, mm -hmm. I made a profile, but I have not yeah. put anything on it yet. Same. I, I don't know what people like. I don't want to do like those lip sync things. That's not really, I don't know, not interested really? in that. Really? It's not your thing? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I'm too old to really post on there too. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, and that's the thing. Is I'll just like, watch what the kids are doing right, these days, yeah. but getting old again. Dude, right. <laughs> not yeah. even 25 yet. I'm not feeling so old. <laughs> well, yeah. Like my, my friend who's, who's on TikTok, like he said that like, yeah, like most like yeah, he's getting a following, but he said that most of the people that watch his videos are like 17, 18 years old. Oh, yeah. Ones, you know? Or even younger. Like, yeah. yeah, my brother had this like fan almost. <laughs> and she was like obviously like 13 or 14. I was like, don't engage with her because yeah. it can, problems could like just right. don't. <laughs> yeah. And not that he wanted, like, she messaged and she's like, can you respond hi? That would make my life. So he said hi, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to screenshot this and make it my screensaver. <laughs> I'm like, my brother's not that cool. Oh my Girlfriend, God. like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah. Um, but, like, she's obviously yeah. just very young. Right. It's amazing how people, like, they just, like, um, they, uh, It's kind of, again, like, putting people on a pedestal. Right, and right. And just DM them, and it's so, they're so accessible. People. You know? Yeah, like, people just completely, like, uh, you know, yeah, they, they hold you up as, like, high and mighty just because of clout. Yeah. But really, yeah, yeah like, he's just some guy. I'm, hey. Oh, he is just some guy. I'm he's, sure he's a yeah. dope dude. Shout out to Jordan's uh. brother. Um, <laughs> Bedroom always smells gross. <laughs> oh, nasty. If only they knew that. No, exactly. If only they knew that on TikTok. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... So do you uh, do like a lot of multimedia stuff? Kind of. Um, Being in the digital age. I know yeah. I mean, we try to kind of have our stories be multifaceted with video and strong photos. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of like I'll do stories with a lot of embeds in them, like oh, yeah. embedded the embeds. Yeah. Posts, you know. <laughs> it's all about the embeds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess like I myself, I'm not super. I know how to do everything, but I'm not like a super multimedia, take video while I'm re recording, yeah. an interview and stuff. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I'm actually yeah. like teaching people Snapchat to like, I used it to find sources during those like um, school shootings oh, yeah. or like those incidents that happened at Waksha and Oshkosh. I just started finding kids on Snapchat and everyone's like, how did you do that? And I'm like, it's not that hard. Mm -hmm. I'm sure if you've never used Snapchat, it, it's not easy, but well, they're funny, powerful. I guess I'll teach you. Yeah. yeah, it's powerful, like a powerful medium to navigate, like things that are going on. Uh, All right, Jordan, um, my uh, former classmate. Yeah, <laughs> Jams, yeah, and zoology. And zoology. When we had zoology together, that was rough. Yeah. I got like yeah. a C. I got yeah. a C. I don't know what I got, but it probably wasn't good. <laughs> Yeah, those goddamn practicals and everything. But. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was great to hear about your position with the Journal Sentinel and everything. Um, you know, the entertainment reporting that you do. So tell me uh, what keeps you up at night, Jordan. 
Um, I don't know. I got, that's a hard question. <laughs> Just throw that at the end. I ask everybody that question. It throws people off. What? Um, what keeps me up at night? Like, I don't want to get too, too political. <laughs> As a reporter. Hey, people get political all the time. No, I know. But, yeah. Like, things that I view as unfair, which maybe not everyone views as unfair, but if I think something's unfair, I will go fair. to bed and figure out how to make it fair. Fair enough. I guess that is yeah. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what puts you to sleep, though? Um, a combination of melatonin and white noise. Oh, yeah, that is a... Uh, Dynamic duo right there. Yeah. Um, hell yeah. Thanks yeah. for being on the show. Yeah. This is great. Um, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, shout out. All yeah. the wonderful work they do uplifting our scene and uh, giving your news to you. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. See ya. Three, four.